0: We'll return with more of Cairo TV's weekend movie presentation of Skateboard Madness, starring Stacey Peralta and Ken Sinatore. 100% guaranteed. You know what the meaning of guarantee is? Did they teach you that here? Sir, if you just wait a minute. Look, just put your little hand back in the cash register and give me my $2.75 back please, Brad. Sir, if you just give me a minute, I'll find the forms. I'll take care of everything. I don't have a minute. You've made me late enough. I am so tired of dealing with incompetence. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna kick 100% of your (coughs) ass!
1: Listening to CITR Radio, FM 101.9, and no longer Cable 88.5. You've been axed from Cable 88.5, CITR, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today? Hello, who are you? It's me, Nardwar, Johnny Fever, and I'm phoning in. Hello, Roger. How the hell are
2: you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you're right. I am Roger.
1: And Roger, you are back for some more excitement here. And I say back because you've been out to the to Human Serviette radio show a few times, haven't you, before for skate rock and scary music and maybe even more than that?
2: Yeah, this is this is my fifth time on your show.
1: And you have left no stone, no rolling stone, because <laughs> you hate the rockabilly, not that rolling stones are rockabilly, unturned, have you? This is the ultimate preparation job that you have done for the to Human Serviette Radio show, and we began with all cassettes, and the whole show is all cassettes on an Artwork to Human serviette Radio show here today, isn't it?
2: Yeah. what well, What we're doing today is music that, for the most part, was only available on cassette. And uh, I got that idea while looking online for a particular Pillsbury hardcore song I knew I had on tape. Um, it was a recording from a house party and I had tape traded a friend for it in like 1989 I couldn't find it anywhere online still haven't been able to find it and I started searching for the tape at home I found hundreds of my old cassettes all over the place but never found that one cassette so it got me thinking what else could I find that was only available on cassette so I started going through all my old cassettes as well as friends and also tons of my old VHS tapes I love that VHS tapes
1: have been converted to MP3 by you Roger thank you and I love also when you see you converted to MP3 a lot of the stuff oh sorry no, we're playing the original cassettes, aren't we? Yeah, 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 we're playing original cassettes here. I love the fact that if you bought something on vinyl, you'd put it to cassette. So now we're putting it to MP3 from the cassette. Like you didn't go from vinyl to cassette right. to MP3. Well, you did, but you didn't think that you did, but we really did do that. Although, well, most of the
2: stuff we're playing today was... I mean, that's the point. It was predominantly only released on cassette. That SNFU Womanizer song, that was on record, but uh, we played it because it was on, I've had that on a cassette since I was
1: like 14 or something. And I love you went through, I love a lot of the stuff you do, Roger. Your, your V, a lot of your stuff. Some of the stuff I don't like. Well, actually, what don't <laughs> I like that you've done? What don't people like? You didn't like Led Zeppelin. Oh, right, okay. But actually, you did get some good feedback. We've got to give a shout-out to Nicholas, right? Nicholas mm-hmm. Gazin.
2: Nick uh the,
1: the Illustrator remember?
2: Oh yeah 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 from uh, New York yeah he he was a big fan of the Skate Rock um track listing.
1: Shout out to Nicholas Gasms for digging Skate Rock 1 and 2. So back to the VHS tapes you were saying. Yeah, well,
2: um, from the beginning of what we just played, we heard a uh, commercial break announcement from Seattle's Cairo TV weekend presentation of Skateboard Madness, which I've had on VHS since about 1986. Um, then we heard Oak Harbor, Washington's The Accused, and uh, that track was from one of their t- demos, and I chose that. Accused song as an opener. As um, I was at that well known accused show that got shut down in Surrey, BC in like 1988. And uh, when the show got closed, me and a friend were standing in the parking lot across from the venue. I think it was Kennedy Hall. And a junker old car rolled up, and all these guys jumped out. And it was the band accused. And they threw a cassette, and uh, my friend grabbed it. And it was a bunch of unreleased stuff and some ACDC covers. And then we heard Death Sentences, Death Squad. Um, with an alternative intro, and that song was off of the cassette Tales from the Western Shore, previously unreleased West Coast Hardcore.
1: Which you've brought out here today. I love the show and tell aspect. Thank you so much, Roger. <laughs> I'm looking at this cassette. I've never seen this before. Where did you get this? Death amazing local hardcore band from Vancouver.
2: Yeah, that, well, that was, I, you know, I. Uh, Maybe um, a friend's older sister gave that to me and some friends when we were kids or something. It was just something that was probably bought at a Vancouver show, and it's been passed around.
1: Do you remember what else is on here?
2: Uh, There's uh, some spores and... um, Uh, that's all I can think of. Bill of Rights, maybe, are on there. That's all I can think of off the top of my head.
1: When you've been going through these cassettes, what have you found out about cassettes? Like, have any cassettes broke on you? Do you have to retape any? Do you have to clean your heads? What have you (laughs) learned about cassettes?
2: Yeah, I mean, they definitely, um, deteriorate. I mean, in doing this, I've learned that cassette technology wasn't the greatest (laughs) technology. The, the, it's, it's such a small, um, spectrum of sound that you can get on there and they, they almost always unwind in your cassette recorder. I've had tons of tapes while I was fast-forwarding them, they just unwind all over the place.
1: Which ones were lost just out of curiosity? Uh,
2: well, that Pillsbury Hardcore one I can't find uh, and lost while trying to um, resuscitate it. Yes, that's I what I meant. Uh, this, this tape here I have in front of me is uh, Christ on Parade and this basically snapped the taping side snapped and on the back it has some crumb suckers and I had a die cruising um, but you as well. still brought
1: it out here today at <laughs> an artwork a human Soviet radio show uh,
2: yeah I still brought it in because it's authentic
1: so we can actually like do mm-hmm. that yeah. that's the noise of the crumb suckers right Yes, at Christ on Parade
2: yeah um, and that and that tales it from the western uh, shore. I actually talked to Kim Kanakin, who put that cassette out, and she said that she made that tape on her mom's dual cassette recorder. He, I think, it's
1: a guy actually. Okay. Is Kim Kanakin? Oh, yeah, sorry.
2: Um, I've never actually met them in person, just through email. Um, well, then he he uh, sat around after school for many days recording them, and then he cut and pasted the art by hand to make the little mini-zine that went with it. And the experience inspired him to start the record label Final Notice Records. And the first 7-inch he put out was the Fracture Side Mission of Christ Split, which I actually played on this show before. And um, I also have the uh, second release, or I think maybe it was the third, which is Onion House, which I have here in front of me. And uh Stephen McBean was in Fracture Side and Onion House and now he's in Black Mountain.
1: And also we want to dedicate this show as well to John London of Mission of Christ, right?
2: I I I've heard he passed away. I think he did, yes. Okay, yeah. Well he that that is that's sad. He passed away, yeah.
1: But he lives on through CITR's Rogers revival here. <laughs> yes.
2: And um and then, then the last song we heard was SNFU's Womanizer, and that track was taken from all my oldest cassettes, something that I would have been listening to as I sculpted school in 1985 or so. And I think the tape wobbles, etc., make it interesting. And that song was on the comp Something to Believe In, which I also have here. And um, it, uh, it looks, um, you know, somebody took some time to actually write out every single track, and uh, cassette tapes used to be something that people really customized.
1: Did you write this out?
2: No, I think I bought it, actually. I may, I may have bought it that way.
1: Really? Where? <laughs> Do you remember where you bought it? Like at a flea market or something?
2: No, that would have been at a merch table at um, probably a show at uh, Kennedy Hall in Surrey.
1: So somebody was selling a bootleg then? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and also a couple other CDs you have here. Oh, cassettes you have here.
2: Cassettes, yeah. I just brought these in. I have... This this is like my... Um, this is the piece of cardboard that came with... um I don't even remember what they're called. But what are those? A compass, a metal compass. And I have this death sentence sticker on here. So I've had this since who knows when, when I was in drafting. I don't even know if they teach drafting anymore. And uh, yeah, just this conflict uh, cassette kind of goes with everything else. And this uh, zine, Suburban Assault. And this came out of North Delta. And it has an interview with SNFU in And um, Excel and a bunch of other bands, which I was surprised that they were able to speak with.
1: And a brand new book on SNFU is out soon by Chris Walter. And coming up right now, what do we have? We have some more stuff here. And what are we doing again today on the Nordward, human serviette radio show, Roger? All cassette, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to play. I'm trying to play all music that, for the most part, was only released initially on cassette. And, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time on this. and uh, stuff
1: you've collected over the years.
2: Yeah, I've had, I've had most of this stuff I've had forever, yeah.
1: Did you have to bake any tapes at all? Because sometimes, you know, you have to bake tapes.
2: No, I've, I've read about that. I think it just seemed like, that just seemed like too much work.
1: So right now, <laughs> here we have No Fun, and what are we going to hear?
2: Uh, yeah, the, the first track we're going to hear is uh, Surrey's No Fun, which... Uh,
1: Surrey, British Columbia, Canada's No Surrey, Fun. Yeah,
2: Surrey, British Columbia, Canada's No Fun with
1: the song Me and Warren Beatty and Mick Jagger. On the a Human Serviette Radio Show, show all about cassettes with guest DJ... Roger Allen.
0: What's that Dave? lately, <laughs> lately I've been uh, thinking about women a lot, you know? Yeah, a big, you know, all I know. <laughs> well, This has been a new thing for me, you know. <laughs> and uh so anyways I'm already going be real casual, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, just kind of thinking about this and that and uh, all of a sudden the following melody and words pop into my head. <laughs>
3: I see things really coming, I know they got it. For the shit that goes on running with the time.
0: Three minutes after 1 o'clock with Vancouver's favorite band from Surrey No Fun and me and Warren Beatty from their cassette Snivel and that is uh, Snivel number 1. Uh, before that uh, Skating Ghost by the Zamboni driver as well. Didn't quite get it right the first time but the second time was worth listening to because it's one of those uh, one of those records that you just have to collect. Actually it's I have number 13 of 250. They only did 250 and I think they only sold 13 records.
4: Testarossa, right? I did. I walked in the store. It was black. It was in the showroom. It was beautiful. You know, it was like, I said, oh, my God. You know, and it was like it spoke to me, you know. And I, I got in it, you know. The guy said, sit down, sit down. I sat, you know, and I was sitting there. It was like warm, you know. It was like a woman was saying, come, sit right here, you know. I drove to Vegas, you know. I went to second. I went to third and you could feel the stuff come up your legs you know oh yeah I went to fourth whoa, It's a good feeling oh goodness gracious you know and passing the car and I was going crazy man I, I, I never looked at the speedometer but I knew I was flying because the car was just and I, I remember in my mind saying to myself I feel like James Dean you know and a voice said to me, didn't James Dean die in a car
1: Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with the Canadian Punk Cassette Edition, featuring Roger P- Allen. Roger Allen, all cassettes, all Canadian, all punk, kind of. At least <laughs> it'll be of. most of the stuff, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. What we what we just heard just there was uh, "I Don't Mind" by Victoria, BC's Section Forty Six, and uh, I'm 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 I'm. I'm, I'm Pretty positive they never released any vinyl. And uh, I really like that track. It kind of reminds me of Jawbreaker, um, but that's just me. And before that, we heard an intro by Richard Pryor, which was from the Comedy Club 25th anniversary show, uh, which I recorded from a VHS tape, which I've had for who knows how long, 1983. Four or something.
1: So really we should retitle the show the Canadian Punk Cassette slash <laughs> well, VHS Richard, edition.
2: Yeah, Richard Pryor is pretty punk.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll just correct that right now. The Canadian Punk Cassette VHS edition <laughs> right. with DJ, guest DJ... Roger Allen? Okay, back to you, Roger. <laughs> what else was in there? Uh,
2: and before that we heard a Deoxin track called America, and that was from the cassette compilation Cryptic Compost put out by COH Fanzine and that was a comp made up of unreleased demos and live recordings and that again was Kim Kinnakin, who uh, also put out um, Kim th- Kinniken. Kim
1: Kinnakin. my oh, gosh, he's, he's going to be really mad at me. No, because you've documented all this <laughs> amazingly, you've provided a cool little Xerox here, what's this little Xerox you provided? Uh, well that is a
2: Xerox from the cassette um, of the front cover and there was a little zine inside which had um, lyrics and info about the bands and that kind of thing and yeah, right there is the dioxin one.
1: And before that?
2: Uh, and before that, and I also, I think I'm almost positive I saw Dioxin open for suicidal tendencies at the New York Theater. So they had some pretty good shows. Um, before that, we heard Unnatural Silence, which is another Vancouver, British Columbia band, with Enemies, a live track recorded at the Vancouver nightclub John Barley's from 1985 and again that was just something that was passed on from somebody else I've had lying around forever and that's a pretty vicious song, it's really great and starting us all off we heard Surrey BC's No Fun with me and Warren Beatty and Mick Jagger from their Snivel Abridged Cassette release and uh, No Fun if you know, for trivia's sake No Fun appeared on Vancouver's Complications compilation record and are thought of as being one of the Lower Mainland's first punk bands. And also that recording is interesting as that is from a cassette. I record it from the radio while listening to CITR probably in about 1984. And that would have been recorded on my boombox as there was no other way of hearing alternative music back then. And I would just hit record and record um, whatever show. I th- There was some show that played on at about 11 o'clock Friday nights. Nardwar, no, you probably remember it.
1: I can't remember exactly the name of the DJ, but he did a good job. Did he? he sounded very professional? Yeah, he sounded very professional. And uh, he was I- dissing the Zamboni drivers, local band. The Zamboni drivers saying they probably only sold about thirteen copies of their limited edition two hundred and thirteen. He had number thirteen.
2: Yeah, and I I, I read or I heard that uh, the singer from No Fun works at Chapters, and he would put on uh, shows every third Friday at the downtown Vancouver Chapters location. Yes,
1: David Emmy's still doing that and also the singer for the Zamboni driver's Dale is still in the record biz, still selling records. Shout out to Dale.
2: <laughs> well, there you go, everybody's keep everybody's keeping it real. Um some other stuff that we aren't playing but I have here are Corrosion of Conformity's Tenocracy cassette, which for any savvy cassette collector will know, came with one of two inlay cards. One has a catalog number in black characters within the barcode symbol, and the other has a catalog number in white characters beneath the barcode.
1: I love that minutiae that you have there. <laughs> Which one is rarer?
2: Uh, the, one, the second one I mentioned.
1: So the one you have? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of
2: course. Everything I have is rare. And look at this cassette, Nardware. The You can't read it. It's been worn off. I've put it in and out of so many radios
1: amazing and it still, stood up, it still stood up
2: yes and I have Metallica's Ride the Lightning cassette here but I don't have the white cassette with the beige label because if I did I would have the misprint that says Bell's Toll as opposed to for whom the bell tolls that is a you know look for that if you're a cassette collector and uh, also it should be noted that Canada was a major producer of cassettes, as evidenced as my audio magnetic c- cassette, a product of Scarborough, Ontario, and also Quality Records, LTD. They were the first to produce 8-track tapes in in Canada.
1: And you also brought out a t-shirt here. What was the deal about you and t-shirts, Roger? You're quite a graphic illustrator. Instead of being a record collector, what do you do exactly? <laughs> You're an illustrator, aren't you? I'm... Uh,
2: I'm, I'm I'm a graphic designer, more, more or less, by, by, by traits. And you've
1: been lazy all your life, haven't you, Roger?
2: <laughs> been very lazy, Like, yeah. well, you
1: don't want to do graphic designing of t-shirts. Use crazy glue. Could you explain crazy that, glue. please? You got lazy, so you use crazy <laughs> glue, right?
2: Yeah, that, that was one of the braver... I must have mentioned that before, but I, that's one of the more embarrassing and um, brave moments of my life. I had... Uh, playboy that had an interview with the Sex Pistols, and I had a Sex Pistols t-shirt when I was in grade 8 in Ladner, B.C., and for some reason I thought it would be punk to cut out the photos from the interview and crazy glue them to the back of my t-shirt, so when I walked into social studies and took off my coat, I had a t-shirt with crazy glued paper photos attached to the back of it, and um, I don't know what I was thinking, and that was, it was a pretty bold move, but... Uh, People still talk about it today, I bet.
1: Crazy glue. (laughs) How is it working with crazy glue? Uh,
2: I still have that t-shirt and the crazy glue is still on it. Although, you know, once you watch the shirt, I don't know what I was thinking. The photos are gone.
1: And Roger, you have tons and tons and tons of great memorabilia and also little trivia and stuff. The other day you sent me something showing that Metallica, who we just mentioned there, was beaten out by Canada's metal queen, Lee Aaron.
2: <laughs> That's true, yeah. That was in uh, Kerrang magazine. Lee Aaron was more metal than Metallica.
1: I love it. And coming out, real metal meisters right here Siskel and Ebert.
2: Right now we've got Siskel and Ebert debating 3D video games so much before their time.
1: On the NARTWAR The Human Serviette Radio Show, Canadian-American Punk Cassette VHS Edition with guest DJ Roger...
0: Allen. And let's play. Okay, here they go. Saving Humanity. Although you can see I'm blasting
4: a little bit. Yeah, now at home, this doesn't look like 3D. But believe it, I guess the between jeans, through jeans glasses. Yeah, like it does. I'm actually getting a kick out of this.
5: one that it would do
1: and you're still listening to Denard War the human serviette radio show and we're still still doing the Canadian slash American all cassette VHS edition of Denard War the human serviette radio show with guest DJ. Roger Allen. How the hell are you, Roger? (laughs) I'm good. Now, you were saying, what are we doing exactly with this cassettes and stuff? Because you were saying something about how cassettes have extra stuff on them sometimes. Because you've transmitted them all the way into the future via MP3. What have you found in this transmission period?
2: Yeah, a lot of times um, record companies would put extra tracks on cassettes because they were limited maybe with records and... um, a record is a set size with the cassette you could add a little more tape um, and uh, they wanted to encourage people probably to buy both but one thing that springs to mind is maybe like the Police's Synchronicity cassette, the cassette came with um, Murder by Numbers, the album didn't have it so if you had the cassette you had that song if you didn't you didn't
1: and Roger again more cassettes you've brought in here to the Nardwarte Human Serviette radio show very well worn too like you really do love cassettes don't you (laughs) Uh, well, not so much now,
2: but I did when I was... Um, what did you
1: play them through? Did you have a big ghetto blaster?
2: I had, yeah, I had tons of different radios, and my, I had cars. You know, that was a way of transporting your music, was to be able to play it in your car on a cassette.
1: And this cassette of Nevermind the Bullocks looks totally... Um, you can't even tell us the Sex Pistols is yeah. used so much. you remember where you got this at all?
2: I traded that, I had, a, I had a Rickenbacker bass guitar, and I traded a kid in uh, Ladner for the Sex Pistols record cassette and a jacket that had a bunch of studs and things on
1: it. Oh, what thought you going to say an 8-track. I have the Sex Pistols 8-track.
2: <laughs> no, I don't have the 8-track.
1: So you tra- so you gave up your chance to be in a rock and roll band to start. You started collecting early. I tried.
2: I tried the, as far as I, I only got as far as Barney Miller, and I couldn't get past it. So I gave up on the bass. And
1: what did we just hear there in the last little set there, Roger Allen? We just heard
2: "Proud to Be a Canadian" by the Glow Abortions, another Victoria band. And uh, from what I've read, this is the Metropole session produced by Scott Henderson, who also did the Neo seven-inch in uh, I think it was eighty-two, and that. That song was supposed to be on a 7-inch EP, but they abandoned um, all of the tracks. They didn't put it on a record. I think it's since been released on maybe a CD. But um, I had a friend whose sister, I think, knew Eric in that band, and I think she probably got a dub of that song, and that's where I probably got it. Um, And that reminds me, if you're curious about any Victorian punk music, because we've played a lot of it so far, you should check out the book All Your Ears Can Hear, and you'll be able to learn a lot more about it. Uh, before that, we heard Fractureside's Piss," and that was live from CFRO Co-op Radio, and that was in 1987, and that was in Vancouver. And earlier, we heard, um, uh, earlier, I said Deoxin opened for suicidal tendencies and beyond possession, but so did Fractureside. And I got the handbill there uh, in front of Nardwar. He can check it out. You at home, just imagine. And before Fracture Side there was an intro from the video cassette MTV Closet Clax Classics, which is a cassette I had um I got as a Christmas gift from a video shop, um, who knows when, nineteen eighty four or something. And before that we heard a dogs of war song from the Charred Remains cassette compilation and Again, you've
1: brought the covering of that today, which is really interesting because it has Void on there and Dogs of War, and Dogs of War became the Gentlemen of Horror and became the Grapes of Wrath, but great proto hardcore there from Dogs of War. Yeah, that, I mean, that, it's pretty interesting that Dogs of War from
2: Kelowna, yeah, they literally became Gentlemen of Horror and. Uh, they, they were a pretty outstanding uh, punk band who actually played their last show in Victoria with Glow Abortions, Red Tide and the Neos. And uh, yeah, the Hooper Brothers from Dogs of War, then Gentlemen of Horror, later formed The Grapes of Wrath.
1: And here they are on our compilation, a cassette compilation with Void.
2: Yeah, a cassette compilation from Ohio that had Die uh, a personality crisis in a Canadian band, and Void, one of my favorite bands. It's really, articles of faith are on there as well really eclectic, strange mix of bands.
1: And The Gentleman of Horror 7-Inch is possibly the rarest Canadian 7-Inch of the punk variety out there. It's really, really expensive. People love them. Collector Scum are all over them. (laughs) I didn't even know it actually existed until Steve Turner of Mudhoney turned me on to it. The Gentleman of Horror. It was reissued a few years ago by Dionysus Bacchus Archives by Lee Joseph in Los Angeles. Shout out to Lee Joseph. However, original copies go for lots and lots of bucks. At least the Canadian version of Bucks, (laughs) i.e. not quite as much as the American version of Bucks, i.e. they're rarer, like John Wayne Gacy, mentally ill. Those sort of things are a bit more expensive, but still pretty good for Canada. (laughs) Right.
2: Okay.
1: I don't know why I'm getting excited (laughs) that records are priced so high, but I'm excited that The Gentlemen of Horror are priced so high. Yeah, all from Kelowna. And there was pre *Gentlemen of Horror, never even knew it existed, the Dogs of War off the Charred Remains cassette. Right. And starting it all off with Cisco and Ebert talking about
2: three d video games from their holiday gift buying guide
1: and also you brought in what's this right there, Roger? You have the cassette there
2: this is actually the vHs tape of the m t v closet classics and it's just it's just um videos of bands like uh the Who and Yes and Cream and that kind of thing and this came out in nineteen eighty five or something like that so you've
1: been transferring from cassette to m p three What would you recommend buying to- do to transfer
2: uh if you're just going to go. From cassette to MP3, I actually bought a. It looks like a Walkman. I got it at uh, Radio Shack, whatever it's called, now, the source. It was like eighty bucks, but uh, they had to order it in. There's not a lot of call for it. Not a lot of people transferring cassettes to MP3s. I think people are just throwing them out.
1: And for VHS,
2: from VHS, all you need is uh, a program that can translate the information and an uh, RCA cable. Because if you're not if you're not
1: doing the video, if you're just doing the sound, that's all you need. And earlier stuff, you were saying you just taped off a boom box when you were yeah. little. Just off the radio. Just, <laughs> put yes, the just, boom, just put the boom box yeah. right up to it. Yeah, just,
2: I mean, I, re- I actually remember phoning radio stations, requesting songs, and standing by a speaker with a handheld tape recorder waiting for my song to come on and pressing record and just taping it. Like yelling at people to shut up because I was recording a, a speaker in the house.
1: And it works pretty good too, doesn't it? <laughs> I had no idea it did that from a boombox. It sounded great, the thing you played there earlier. This clip from CITR Radio in Vancouver.
2: Yeah, well I've actually, I've, you know, I, when I transferred into the MP3s, I actually sort of put them through programs. And okay, well
1: don't tell people that. <laughs> <coughs> yes, we're playing all cassettes here today yeah, on yeah, an yeah. hardware to Human Soviet radio show. And what do we have coming up right now?
2: Uh, coming up next, we've got uh, local Vancouver
1: hardcore band Go It Alone, and this is on the Canadian American Punk cassette VHS edition of the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Cricket Walker. But the first
5: one that it would uh, Cheech and chongs up and smoke will be more understandable or enjoyable if you smoke a joint before you go in.
2: Well, that's with anything, though. You smoke a joint.
0: We got your crowd here. This show is incredible if you smoke a joint first. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Out of here, and I said, kiss my butt. And at which point, uh, he spit on me. Which uh, he now claims, of course, he was trying to spit on the cigarette, but unfortunately, it hit me in the face.
1: still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show Canadian American Punk Cassette VHS Edition. Could you explain please there Roger Allen with guest DJ Roger Allen what exactly we're doing here again today in case people are wanting out the fidelity. Uh, we're playing predominantly tracks that initially were only
2: available on cassette and some of them still only are available on cassette and uh I kind of screwed up though. I said we were going into a song that I messed up on. We began that with uh, Tom Snyder and uh, Chi and Chong. And what did we just hear? We just heard uh, Like the Way I Know by The Descendants. And that was a track that was dropped from the Myla Goes to College record. And I have the cassette here. But that was a song for the the longest time you could only really trade somebody for. You'd have to trade, you know, read in the back of Maximum Rock and Roll, try to tape trade somebody for rare and unreleased uh, music. So you'd get a dubbed, 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 dubbed version of that song.
1: And before that, there was some Morton Downey?
2: Before that, one of my... uh, Everybody's favorite TV show from the 90s, Morton Downey Jr., and that was him being interviewed by uh, everybody else's favorite uh, celebrity, Sally Jesse Raphael. Well, that's
1: like Predator versus <laughs> Alien. That's incredible. <laughs> Morton Downey Jr. on Sally J.? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So you regularly tape that show? <laughs> I don't know if I... I well, I, I, I probably saw
2: him on Sally Jesse Raphael, and I recorded it just to see what was going on. Exciting. And uh, before that, we heard a band called Llama, A local celebrity in his own time, Len Morgan, back in like 1984. So somehow, I think he had a zine and, or maybe even a record label. Idle Thoughts. Yeah, Idle Thoughts. Uh, He got a sticker and a cassette from that band. And Llama were a band. There was no way you were ever going to get a record from them. I think they're Finnish. And you had to have a friend who somehow had a friend who somehow had a friend who had that on cassette, and then you would get it on tape, and it would be super, uh, you know, crummy. And, but that somehow made it more punk. And before that, we heard uh, Rudimentary Peni with a demo cassette, um, no vocals, and those were just uh, practice tracks that they recorded on cassette and are available, actually, on the Rudimentary Peni website. And we started all off, like I said, with Vancouver's Cheech and Chong appearing on the Time Tom Snyder Show.
1: Now, interesting enough here, you have some bonsai stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, I, I had a lot of metal and that kind of thing, and it always seemed to be on Bonsai, and I never thought it was Canadian, but it is. Um, Bonsai released Slayer's Hello, Wait, Hello Waits on cassette, and uh, Bonsai Records was, like I said, a Canadian label active in the 80s. They mainly licensed heavy metal albums that weren't domestically available in Canada, and many of their releases were sold as cassette only, since it was a medium of choice back in the golden age of Walkmans. Um, on Slayer's Hello Wait, Hello Waits Cassettes Inner Sleeve Photo Montage, which actually is a shot of Michael Meese, the owner of Bonsai Records.
1: And we know that because you brought it in here today, <laughs> Roger. I love the thoroughness. It's incredible. How long have you pre- been preparing for this show, <laughs> Roger? It feels like I've been preparing for this for like eight months or something. And uh, What are you doing with all your cassettes? Now that you've transferred a lot of them to MP3, are you checking them out? Are you selling them? Are you here to announce <laughs> today you selling all your cassettes?
2: Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with them all. I've, I've used them for so many things. I've used them to make illustrations from, and, uh, you know, here I am here, and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely sick of them because they take up tons of room, and I'm sure everybody, uh, my wife and my son, will be happy to know I'm going to put them back in storage and that or something. But my son actually loves holding them up to his face and pretending he's a robot. So in that way, they've, they've been useful.
1: Well, thank you so much for the eight years because it feels like probably eight years preparation, <laughs> even though it's eight months or eight weeks. Really appreciate that, Roger. You're full of interesting tidbits of information. For instance, you also told me how the Scorpions had the very first rap song with Hellcat. <laughs> how did you find out? Like people can go to YouTube and check Scorpions right. Hellcat, Scorpions Hellcat, and there's a rapping from '76 in it.
2: Yeah, that you yeah, <laughs> know, that is um, just the sort of an oddity. I. I think that's off of uh, Virgin Killers and I, I was just playing it and I came across that track and I, I just thought it was you know, quite funny and uh, yeah it, it, it sounds like they're
1: rapping so you discovered the Scorpions discovered and broke rap in 76 and here Bonsai as well you're saying about the thing on the top right yeah something interesting
2: about Bonsai was top
1: right of this record
2: yeah I brought in uh, Celtic Frost's Morbid Tales, and and that is a Bonsai release in Canada that I have, and something interesting about that is the Speed Metal logo on the front sleeve of uh, albums released by Bonsai was a marketing idea brought up uh, within Canada to attract a specific audience, and it still has impact today, um, because those versions are the ones sought out by collectors, Hellhammer, Celtic Frost, that kind of thing.
1: Right now, what do we have coming up? Some go it alone for sure, right?
2: Now we're going to hear Vancouver's Hardcore band. Go it alone.
1: On the Nardward Human Serviette Radio Show, Canadian American Punk Cassette VHS Edition. All Punk Cassette VHS Edition with your guest DJ,
2: Late Night with Roger Allen.
4: You'll also be hearing five of Northwest's hottest new bands, including Mud Honey, Nirvana, Kings of Rock, The Nuts and Days, and the U-Men. Here's some footage we shot at Fallout's Nature Ramp Jam last year, so tune in, tune up, kick back, and enjoy
1: To the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, Canadian American Punk Cassette VHS Edition, curated by guest DJ Roger Allen. How the hell are you, Roger? <laughs>
2: I'm 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 okay.
1: What did we just hear right there, Roger?
2: Uh, we just heard "Everything Is Right" by. And that was from the 1981 debut from the Velvet Monkeys. And that track was initially released in the format of cassette tape only. And I have here a Velvet Monkeys 45 from Much Later that has a cover on it of Why Don't We Do It in the Road. And it was one of the sub-pop single club r- records. And there was only 3,000 pressed in 1981.
1: It's great, Roger, that you've been going through and finding all this information. What was your process in assembling all these cassettes for the to Human Serviette Radio Show VHS show here today?
2: Yeah, that it. I'll, I was just trying to find music that would sound interesting as well that wasn't readily available or wasn't uh, you know, really easy to go and find again. And uh, it's a huge topic. I mean, once I got into it, I was feeling a little overwhelmed because there's just so much stuff out there. But yeah, I just tried to find music um, from bands that I thought would fit in with the show and the listeners would like
1: to hear. But it wasn't just like you grabbed cassettes. You did a bit of research, like, for instance, through the MRRs. You really went through the MRRs. Uh, yeah yeah well um but we 'll get to that in a second. <laughs> what else did we hear there? Been a bit of board crazy yeah before right?
2: that we heard uh intro from the video cassette board Crazy, which was a sort of a lame Washington skateboard video sponsored by follow records, and in that little intro, they talk about a lot of Seattle bands um that that video cassette is probably kind of rare, and they do talk about the Richmond Skate Ranch, which is a pretty famous place, and before that we heard uh, Van- uh, I guess you'd say Coquitlam band, Sludge, Coquitlam, B.C., uh, with the song Have You Died Yet from their GOG cassette. And I noticed in the zine Suburban Voice number 31 that there was a review for Sludge, and that was from 1991. And then there was also an address for a band called Diddly Squat in Maxim Rock and Roll number 62 that was the same address. So with a little research, I found this guy Corey Uzak, and he was in Sludge, and he said Sludge their highlight was playing with the Melvins. And uh, the band Diddly Squat had gotten in touch with him through a zine because he had mentioned that he wanted to put out 7-inch records. And he collaborated with the band Diddly Squat, and they put out a record on Tell Records in Vancouver, which
1: he started. And uh, Nardware, you have that record, right? I do indeed. I got it actually at Zulu Records. Grant from Zulu discovered a whole bunch of great stuff in the attic and brought it down, and there it was, Diddly <laughs> Squat. Uh, and he also says he helped out with the Fracture Side MOC
2: 7-inch with Kim Kanakin, who I mentioned earlier. And on a side note, Diddly Squat bassist Nate Mendel now plays with the Foo Fighters. And also in that maximum rock and roll, they review a band called Zero Hour, who are from Calgary.
1: And there's something about Suburban Voice, too.
2: Yeah, Suburban Voice, they review
1: Diddly Squat. That's what I... Um, Spoke was about it? earlier. Yeah, I spoke about earlier. And, and in a way, how you've done all this reviewing stuff, that's what I was mentioning, the process you went through. You went through a bunch of MRRs just for fun, right? Like yeah. I went. For the quality quotient demanded by the Nardwarda Human Survey at Radio Show, very low, of course. But you just upped <laughs> the bar by, you just decided one day to go through a whole bunch of MRRs and just look for inspiration? Uh, it wasn't
2: one day. It was probably, who knows how long, many days, looking through all my old uh, Maximum Rock rules, just looking for addresses uh, that I thought, maybe we're Canadian or, or would be interesting or just looking for some sort of inspiration and that's how I found out you know, about Zero Hour, metal band from Calgary um, and I also have the record here that came with that uh, Suburban Voice which uh, has Wrecking Crew, Said and Done and Sam Blackchurch on it
1: And we started the set with Vancouver's Straight Edge Heroes
2: Yeah, I th- I'm almost positive they're a straight edge band um they're called go it alone and they're from around the 2000 and that song was picking up the pieces and that was a cassette only release and they kind of remind me of gorilla biscuits a little bit and i was a big fan of gorilla biscuits and i have the cassette here with me and uh it was on revelation records and you know a cassette from them was pretty rare and i bought it on cassette because i wanted to hear it in my car and it was basically the only way you could hear it and i didn't want to record it from a record because every home stereo that I was coming up against back then had sort of an infinite amount of uh, selections for metal or Dolby or low sound, deafening and dampening and all this other stuff. And I just wanted to hear it as how I was supposed to hear
1: it. And there's the sound of... Gorilla Biscuits hitting the mic here on Denard War the Human Serviette radio show all cassette VHS edition curated by DJ guest DJ and hopefully a DJ at one point thank you for putting all the effort into the show really appreciate that Roger one day yeah Roger Allen and what do we have coming up right now
2: right now we have a track from the uh, Seattle death metal band Boomerang on
1: Denard War the Human (laughs)
3: Serviette radio program Bing, bong, bang! Bing, bong, bang!
6: Come to see I'm the guy she needs The guy to set her free When will she understand
1: Still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, Canadian American Cassette VHS Special, guest curated by guest DJ on the Wake Up Morning Show with Roger Allen. Show, how the hell are you? Part three, there.
2: <laughs> Part three, yeah. Uh, well, I'm doing well, and I hope everybody listening is
1: doing well as as well. Well, thank you again for coming into the Nardware to Human Serviette radio show, Roger. And I see you're up to date. Again, if people are unaware of what we've been doing here today.
2: We're playing cassette release only music.
1: And you're bringing it like right up to like the one twos like right <laughs> now, aren't you? We have
2: to keep current music alive at Nardware.
1: Cassette stuff you've had over the years and some brand new cassette releases. Well, it's a few years old now, but still a cassette from the one twos at least, when from the way up now, right? <laughs> yeah. What did
2: we just hear? Uh, we just heard uh, that was Vancouver's Grimes um, from her initially cassette-only release. I'm probably going to say it wrong. Getty Getty Primes, and that was on uh, Arbutus Records. And uh, I know a girl who says she knows Grimes, and she had that cassette. She gave it to me, um, uh, which is also interesting, as that cassette is the cassette is kind of making a comeback because. That was in like 2010 that she released that only on cassette. And uh, Dinosaur Jr. has just re-released their first three albums in a box set with uh, three cassettes, which basically sold out immediately. And I was recently talking with Jeremy Schmidt from Black Mountain Fame uh, about, his, uh, about cassettes, only releases and that kind of thing. And he said to look out for uh, Gift Tapes of Seattle. And they're a label that only release music on cassettes.
1: And also Burger Records from California as well. They've been putting out a lot of stuff too. Shout yeah. out to Burger Records. <laughs> uh,
2: before that, we heard the replacements with their cover of uh, Canada's BTO, taking care of business. Off the and that was an official release on Twin Tone cassette, Twin Tone record label. Uh, they released a cassette only. Uh, release called "The Shit Hits the Fan," and the source of the "Shit Hits the Fan" was a Maxell XL2-S audio cassette that was uh, confiscated by Bill McLesley, who was the sound dude on uh, that tour. He took it from a would-be bootlegger. And before that, we heard Vancouver's Planet of Spiders, who I'm pretty sure I saw open up for uh, Green Day, and I think that's where I bought that cassette. And they never released anything on vinyl. And, um, before that, we heard a band that Nardwar went crazy over, uh, because they just, he asked me, what is this punk? And I said, I was just trying to play other types of music, but that was Radio Van Gogh, with their three-song cassette-only release. Um, I think, uh, I think I saw that band on Bomb Shelter Videos, and, uh... We started all off with an intro song from the Seattle children's show Boomerang, which I remember watching as a kid, and if anyone else saw that show, they'd be devastated to know that the puppets from that show were recently purchased at a garage sale.
1: That's kind of cool. They were rescued, at least. I <laughs> so mean they're rescued maybe to go into a museum?
2: Maybe they, I think I read they were going to be donated to some sort of broadcasting museum, but Boomerang was, a, actually was an insanely hard thing to find any information about online. But boomerang was sort of a, you know, I don't know. I liked it when I was a kid. Um, yeah, and I, and I also brought in some old, uh,
1: you know, uh, how e- people... Example of, like, cassette art. Because we yeah. played Go It Alone earlier, and they had some neat pictures of Vancouver there Yeah, yeah. And you've brought in some examples here of cassette art. How would you describe cassette art? <laughs> well, I think people used to take some time. I mean, you had to,
2: you had to actually write out all this stuff and uh, I brought in like something really old that was I think that was from my brothers and it actually has uh, pointed sticks written on it and nocturnal emissions wow yeah nocturnal emissions and um, yeah you know people took time you had to choose the right pen the right paper and uh, fit it all in within a space that fit in that cassette box
1: and coming up right now to end an Ardwar to Human Survey at Radio Show we have some rap
2: yeah I I thought we'd end it on a on a on a high note with uh, Canada's uh, ground control, and, um, you could probably buy that on record somewhere, but there's no way I'm going to pay the amount of money that it would be worth, and I had it on cassette that I had recorded from a VHS tape, and I saw their video on, um, I'm pretty sure it was Friday Night Videos, and it was, the whole, everything about that was weird, because Friday Night Videos is an American video show, and it was just weird that they would be playing a super obscure Canadian rap band called Ground Control and I held the tape recorder up to the TV, recorded it, and then I used to play it in my car in 1989. And that's what we're going to hear, so
1: this is a boombox recorded.
2: <laughs> this, yeah, it's got who knows how many generations of media uh, attached to it.
1: And you also brought a cassette called Rap Tracks, which I find fascinating. Why is this fascinating <laughs> now, Roger? The Beastie Boys connection here.
2: Yeah, this Polytel Rap Tracks uh, cassette is kind of strange because it's got, it's got all pretty good, you know, legit Uh, bands on it like Eric B um, uh, you know Tone Loke Tone Loke you know Ren DMC that kind of thing all of the songs are pretty legit except for one is uh, and this wasn't I think available on the record Morris Minor and the Majors and they've got a bite on the Beastie Boys um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn they have a track on here called Stutter Rap No Sleep Till Bedtime But the strange thing is that the Beastie Boys are actually on this cassette as well with Fight for Your Right. So it doesn't really make sense.
1: I love that. Some of the neat little stuff you can find out about cassettes there. Thank you so much for coming into the Nardware to Human Serviette radio show. Really appreciate that, Roger. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all about what we're hearing coming up here? We're going to hear some Canadian Ground Control and some Nils too, right? Possibly, if we can fit it in.
2: Yeah, if if there's time, uh, the last song will be The Nils, Scratches and Needles. And I just wanted to play that song because Nils... uh, have really got slept on and they're a Canadian band that are really great and uh, uh, I guess the only thing else I want to say is Why
1: should people care about
2: cassettes? Uh, just like you know there's always that thing where like uh, VHS got transferred to, to a DVD or Beta got transferred to VHS or uh, records got transferred to CD there's always music that got left behind when cassettes got transferred to CD or records so Dig through some cassettes, do a little research, and I'm sure you're going to find some songs that never made the, never made it on to other forms of media.
1: Except the Nardwuar to Human Sirenia radio show, they made it here. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it, Roger.
2: No problem. And I want to say hello to my wife, Valerie, and my son, Jasper.
1: Well, thanks so much, Roger. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 loot do. Boop boop. Dig that beat. Hey kids, it's birthday time.
6: So join us now for our birthday rhyme. We got Roscoe, the kids, Ranger Charlie, too.
7: Dance to give us a Nobel Prize—it's a breakthrough in rapping. Now I got you tapping. Look around, let you see what happened. Half King Swift got the bass drum pounding. Old the young are getting down to the sounding. You are a part of the master plan, and. Dope I am what I am, not a fake or a
5: scam But a regular competitor with the dope jam Step to the front when the pressure's on the line Like the GST tax, I'm gonna incline To the top of the chart Form my noble art on a scale of 1 to 10 I cover all parts, King Swift on the Back me up when I talk, if you're about to drown Take a walk All eyes were on three wise men The sign you like you hear and also red coat men Bring down to reality, mother goose was the favor One third of the unit is on the turntable Dope jam Dope
7: jam Dope, jam. Dope, jam. Dope, jam. dope in the door, the def, So chill, son. The features GC To hell with the Jetsons. Here's a taste of what's the cost to come. To come. Everyone on time, bass better than rerun. Three years and oh, we still ain't slipped yet. A lot of city stops gone for the fishnet. Lack like of dedication, background creation. We're sitting on ground, and we control the nation. With a boom, the punch, the whole room. If you're in on a skill, take a bow, yeah. You need a boot to the punch, to scram, goddamn. Another dope jam. Move
5: too bad he couldn't do it Damn, what a pity MC in the game Rock Troll is the name Do what we do to achieve the fame Well, swinging like this Did you hear what we say? Like a sports guy Look in a play-by-play I think it goes Never on the brink To the beat of the music Put the rap in sync For the people who dance Here's your chance Step to the floor With the stands Nothing can remove this Remax band. King Swift cut it up To make them understand <laughs> <laughs> Don't jam Don't us
7: do don't, 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 don't take it. Damn. The rap for the master, master, disaster, break your like blast, faster than the aftermath of a new bomb blast. On the 1200s, kicking ass. Anyone who's ever seen my man go, wearing the b boys, gas not the can go with a style it's so so Devon Air party people just stop and stare. The Man Who Enhanced the
5: Creation DJ Kings, Swift gifts Gifted occasion. You want to go to the ghost of the band, band here it is, another dope jam Freaking the strike, that aforementioned Breaking all odds, grabbing your attention Out on the stage, I'm a rock educator Out on the streets, I autographed paper A day is the night, a daily routine Chilling like wine, I'm on the scene 88 Watchmen, 89 my homie said it's at patrol at MIC, to the best visibility. Much envy, a two-faced sucker, show them no pity. Hate the dudes, man, no one am. Listen up listen good. I love the don't jam. Don't jam.
7: Make stars and dance so when the mic hits and I'ma take my chance. I lost the D-boy stance, so with a breath from the depths, my long are jammed. Lyrics to make you sweat your pants. It's monstering. We have the chance to burn the setup, so get up. course and turn. Jump to the melody. Rap is a remedy. Depth's what I gotta be. Run, come follow me. Follow me. We attract trapped with a rapture. Capture this trap of setting. yo We got ya. Hypnotized by the funky trash can. The jam is joe Boy, beef command rapping.
5: But have no ambition. Dying boys has to be in our position. The way it is, and that's how it goes. Seeing their faces in the front row. Hiding the best the men. Moving my seats. Like John Lennon, I'm begging for peace. Word is spoken to all. If you want to hear the reputation of a champ, in this it three years. Control is the method. Cut to my head. Dropping heavy like the mineral. You know what's next. Five minutes of pressure guaranteed to slam. Drop the in the house. Another do another throw. Jam. Don't
4: forget, don't say it. I am busted. That's not the way this record is.
0: Battle of Santiago finds new genre they call Afro-Cuban post-rock. Live at the Biltmore Cabaret with local Afrobeat heavyweights Miami device. Wednesday, July 11th, doors open at 7 p.m., show at 8. Presented by CITR, the Biltmore, Steam Whistle Brewery, and the Georgia Strait. Advanced tickets available at High Life, Zulu, Red Cat, the Biltmore, and TicketWeb.ca. For more information, visit thebattleofsantiago.com.